For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. Use the code word REBEL for a discount on pillows, sheets, pet beds, and everything else at MyPillow.com. Thanks for joining me today, Rebels. I appreciate it. Thanks, Roberta, for telling me that you couldn't hear. I had the mute button on on accident. Uh, immigration has been in the news a ton lately, and now with all the things being said, I just couldn't stay quiet any longer. I've been down to a central processing center in McAllen, Texas. Uh, I've been down to the border and seen exactly what's going on, uh, and it's really not being reported very well. So I thought after all that was said in the last week, there's really nothing I can do but actually talk about this. Uh, and it goes back to uh, moral high ground or moral statements versus political statements. What's being talked about now is mostly politics, not morality, because there is a crisis at the border. Uh, today's podcast is brought to you by Save the Storks. SaveTheStorks.com is the website. Uh, I was an unplanned pregnancy, and uh, I appreciate Save the Storks is my favorite pro-life organization. They do an amazing, amazing job at helping moms in... Um, an unplanned pregnancy. Four out of five moms choose life after getting on a stork bus and hearing an old, hearing a heartbeat and seeing an ultrasound. So save the storks.com blinkist B L I N K I S T blinkist.com slash rebel parenting 15 minute summaries of nonfiction books. My, the new book I'm reading is the richest man in Babylon on, uh, finances and savings and also takecareof.com slash rebel parenting finding supplements. Uh, if you've heard me talk about it before, I had blood work done by my doctor, and uh, the easy survey um, on on uh, TakeCareOf.com came back with the exact same results as my doctor did from, from blood work. So I don't know what algorithm they've got going on. Their survey didn't take me almost any time at all. In fact, it took longer at the doctor than it did on TakeCareOf.com slash Rebel Parenting. Uh, 25% off on your first month, and it's really not that expensive um, to begin with, so it's a great deal. Um. So Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez has been calling the Central Processing Center's concentration camps. Um, and, I mean, come on. One, you know that to not be true. Why are we saying things like that? But it makes people wonder what's, what's actually going on down there. We see, you know, we hear the stories. We see, you know, some of the pictures on the news. Uh, I went down to the border in McAllen, Texas. I went to a central processing center. I met Carla Provost, uh, the U.S. Border uh, Patrol chief, uh, an amazing woman. And and those Border Patrol agents really have been put into a, a virtually impossible situation. Um, and here's why. It used to be that miners traveling over the border couldn't be kept more than 72 hours in a central processing center. Miners traveling by themselves couldn't be uh, kept more than 72 hours in a central processing center. Uh, there was one judge. By the way, judges are unelected officials, and so they can say whatever they want. There's really no recourse to whatever they say. And one judge said that um, anyone traveling with a minor therefore couldn't be kept more than 72 hours. And so there is a massive, massive, massive influx of people traveling to the border with minors. Um, there are countless stories of kids being kidnapped 
or used to get people across the border and then out of the central processing centers because now they can't keep anyone there and it's bringing more and more and more people uh, to the border. Um, I was watching AOC try to defend herself and calling the central processing centers uh, concentration camps and she said it met the academic requirement to be called a concentration camp. And then she gave her own definition of that. It said, she said it met the academic requirement to be called that. Uh, you're covering your rear. Uh, you made a, a horrific, horrendous, outlandish, outrageous statement. And now you're trying to cover your rear. But actually, I looked online at what the definition of a concentration camp is. And it said, a place where large numbers of people, especially political prisoners or members of persecuted minorities, are deliberately imprisoned in a relatively small area with inadequate facilities, sometimes to provide forced labor or to await mass execution. That's not what's happening on the border. Uh, it is a large number of people. Um, it is it is an overwhelmingly large number of people. Uh, and it is a relatively small area that they're being kept in because they don't have bigger facilities. That's the problem. There aren't larger facilities, but people keep coming to the border. So we went down to the border, and what you think is they're catching people crossing the border, right? That's what people think when they hear about the border. They think people are, are being caught on the border. They're not being caught. They're walking to the border patrol stations. They're going across the border. The coyotes who smuggle people stay on the Mexican side of the border, and they say, follow this road and you'll meet uh the uh border patrol agents and it's not like they're running around and people are you know chasing them down and tackling families and then handcuffing people and sitting them on the ground when we were at the border about 250 people walked across the border to where the border patrol agents are set up they walk there voluntarily they know they're going to be detained. Uh, they don't have their hands over their head. Uh, and then the Border Patrol agents have food and water for them, waiting for them. Uh, because we are a humanitarian aid-based country. There's not another country in the world that treats illegal aliens like America does. There's not another country in the world that treats them as well as we do. Uh, and then they have to be processed. You can't just let people in your country illegally. You can't do that. You can't just let them go. Uh, it is so unsafe as is, uh, it would be far more unsafe just to say, oh, no, no, just come into America. Don't worry about it. Our border's completely open. Uh, it's essentially an open border right now, though, because there's so many people coming with uh, uh, minors, kids under the age of 18. They can't be held more than 72 hours, and then they're released. But while they're in the processing center, yes, it is a small area. Uh, they called them uh, freezers. It's not. Um, it wasn't cold at all inside. It was just colder than it is outside. That's all. But if you let it get hot inside, disease festers like crazy. Uh, they've got shower facilities. Uh, most of the miners coming across the border have a phone number written on them somewhere or on their clothing somewhere, which is their point of contact in the U.S. Uh, and they know if they can get to the U.S., that phone number will be called, that person will get them, or they'll ship them over there. Um, it, is a, it is a virtually impossible situation. And by the way, you've got Border Patrol agents that joined to catch drug dealers. That's what they did. They, they joined to protect the border. And now they're being forced into 
really kind of a, um, what do you call a social worker? Most of them are now acting as social workers in the central processing centers. Uh, they're social workers trying to figure out, is this minor actually with <clears throat> this adult? Uh, oftentimes not. Oftentimes it's, they don't belong to each other at all. And then you got to figure out what to do then. What do you do with, by the way, it was just, I, I was walking through that central processing center and it was all I could do not to cry the entire time. It was so overwhelming to see kids, uh, Lincoln and Lucy's age, uh, and younger in a processing center like that. I mean, we saw 50 or 60 of them, uh, maybe a hundred on the border. I mean, little kids, not teenagers, little kids making it across the border, trying to get to America. Um, and the reason that they're kept in such small spaces is because the liberals in the House and the Senate won't provide more money. They will not increase the budget of the Border Patrol so they have better housing, more facilities, uh, and a better system to put people through. They won't allocate more money because they want it to be a political thing. Uh, and it really, it, it really just drove me crazy. It drove me crazy. Um, and just so you know, people keep calling Trump a racist. They keep calling him a racist. Uh, Obama deported 409,849 illegal immigrants. And so in, at the height of his deportation, at the height of Trump's deportation, he has deported 282,242. Uh, it is so much less. By the way, he is also letting more in legally than Obama did. This is all political. You have to understand it's all political when you hear people talking about that. Uh, and it breaks my heart. It really does. Uh, we were down there. My dad and I were different in that. They really want us to talk about it on our programs to inform people of actually what's going on down there. Carla Provost was just an amazing, amazing person. Uh, she's the chief border patrol, uh, border patrol, U.S. border patrol chief uh, down there. She's doing all that she possibly can. Most of the other people that were there were part of big churches because they need humanitarian aid at the social processing centers. Uh, they need hand sanitizer and diapers and clothes and water and food. And there isn't enough budget to do that. So they're taking budget away from protecting us from terrorists and, and drug dealers. And they're putting it into uh, humanitarian aid for <clears throat> the illegals coming across the border. And the House and Senate, the liberals, won't allocate more money uh, for it. And the truth is, some of the Republicans want cheap labor, and so they're not working on this process either. Uh, it really is all politics. It's not about humanitarian aid. It's not about uh, protecting people at all. It's not about protecting our borders at all. And it really was very, very, very overwhelming. But I just wanted you to know a little bit about what's going on. So when you hear someone say it's a concentration camp, think about this. These people are coming across the border voluntarily. Uh, people in concentration camps are prisoners. They are rounded up and they're prisoners. The Jews were rounded up and put into concentration camps, uh, you know, Dachau and Auschwitz uh, during World War II in Germany. Uh, there were mass executions. Uh, they were treated horribly uh, there. Uh, these people are given uh, three meals a day and clothing if they don't have it and medical treatment uh, if they're if they're if they need medical treatment. They've got doctors volunteering their time down there to to look at every single person that comes through to find out what's going on, what help do they need, and how can they get them the help that they need. 
comparing it to a concentration camp uh, is offensive. It's not just outrageous, it's offensive. It's offensive to talk about it in those terms. Uh, when you look at, uh, if you've got, if you're Jewish and you've got relatives that were in a concentration camp, to hear that about the central processing centers uh, throughout uh, New Mexico and Texas uh, and other places on the border really is a slap in the face. It really, really is a slap in the face. We've got to stop using language like that and get down to actually finding a solution to our borders. Uh, because letting that many people over the border uh, every single day, it just isn't working. It's just not working. Appreciate you listening. Uh, it's not uh, a fun program to listen to. It's not a fun program to do. Uh, but I really feel that people need to be informed of actually what's going on. And since I've been there, I have a firsthand account of what's going on on the border um, in Texas, in McAllen, at the Central Processing Centers. I've met border patrol agents. I've spoken to border patrol agents. Uh, the other thing that the churches are doing are, are providing morale boosters for the border patrol agents because they're being maligned like crazy by liberals in the House and the Senate. Uh, they're being called names uh, as if they are guards in a concentration camp, and they are not. They are, you know, rocking babies and helping people and trying to find um, solutions for what's going on in a job that they did to catch drug dealers, not to be social workers, and that's what they're forced into. So appreciate listening. God bless. Uh, thanks to uh, Blinkist, B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T dot com slash Rebel Parenting, 15-minute summaries of nonfiction books, takecareof.com slash Rebel Parenting, uh, or code word Rebel Parenting, 25% off supplements and vitamins. Uh, super easy to do. Laura and I have both done it. Uh, and uh, I really appreciate them. And also definitely save the storks.com and the voice of the martyrs, our first sponsor. Uh, persecution.com is their website. God bless, Rebels. I'll see you soon.